Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday and welcome to the first Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast of another week. Yeah, the first one of lots and lots coming your way. In fact, lots of goodness in this podcast as well. And it begins with uh, my show, Andy Goldstein's full-time phone-in. Yeah, one of them. I've got three. Oh, look at you. You've got three shows. Yeah, OK. Well, I have, so I thought I meant to do it. Anyway, I was alongside the wonderful Paul Parker and we were talking straight after Man United got beat by Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final. Part of FA Cup game day on TalkSport. Also, Spurs talk Leicester in the Premier League and Bournemouth suffered a crushing defeat at home to Southampton. As always, you lot were brilliant in phoning in and having a scream up. Giving the ball away to Mason Mount on the edge of the area and he sent it under the goalkeeper again. And Chelsea start the second half as they finish the first. They are 2-0 in front now against Manchester United. Chelsea pounced upon it. It went under David De Gea. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, as the saying goes, hasn't become a bad keeper overnight. And I just remember the times when he, after I think I think it was two years, United were out of the Champions League, and it was that season where he kept he, he done brilliantly, and he got United in the Champions League, and then he got United to a final of the Europa League with some unbelievable saves, and he got he got Manchester United and Mourinho out of jail in so many occasions leading up to it to get to that final. And it just seems like everyone's quick to forget about all that he's done when United were struggling with poor players and poor management. And he got them out of jail when everyone's quick to jump on him. Well, I know David is a very mentally strong uh, keeper and a person. So, But of course he knows he should save that one. That's, But that's part of football. Uh, other players... Uh, make also interferences or you, you do something in a game that you could have done better that's he knows he could have done better there London calling the FA Cup final of 2020 will be a capital clash between the team that have won it more than anyone else and the team who are the most successful side in the competition this century Arsenal against Chelsea is a date for your diary a chance for Arteta and Frank Lampard to win the FA Cup as managers that they won as players. Manchester United's 19-match unbeaten run comes to a halt under Wembley's arch. I'm delighted, mainly delighted with the performance because it was it was really really good from our from our lads. The, the discipline, the work ethic, the quality against a really top side. That the reason they're on a long long unbeaten run is because they've got really good players. 
Um, so every part of our game today was spot on. Maybe we could get one or two more goals, but that's that's a big ask against these. But the uh, the, the work ethic, the, the the character. People ask a lot at this time of the year about mentality and character, and our team was full of it today. One of the great strengths that's been going over that period of time with Oli on that unbeaten run was continuity, and he's decided to change it for a semi-final. Regardless of the situation, it's a semi-final of the FA Cup. So you want to win it. You have your best players out there. You have the players who you believe can give you the best opportunity to win the game. And the three at the back has worked. But then it has failed. It failed at the, um, at the Emirates when they played Arsenal. And it failed again. It's Tottenham three, Leicester nil. And it's another goal for Harry Kane, who's just notched his 17th of the season. And this is looking now more and more like a bit of a training exercise. Numbers don't lie. Uh, you see how many points we did in this last period after the lockdown, you see how many goals we score, you see how how stable we were also defensively. I think it's very easy to go to these numbers and realise that in, in normal conditions since the beginning of the season, we would be speaking about a completely different situation. I think the first one, they got lucky, obviously the deflection. We could have dealt with the first one better. We should have, you know, we had to really press in quicker on the uh, on the first goal when Harry gets turned and then and plays it. And obviously the deflection takes it in. So it wasn't great timing for us after quite a bright start with the ball. And then we, yeah, Larice makes a big save. And we're in the ascendancy. I feel that we've got good control of the game and, and looking creative on the side. But then we, we, we give away two goals. It was, uh, yeah, frustrating game for us and, uh, and not one I think we deserve to, to lose 3-0. Oh, Bournemouth's joy has been absolutely wiped away here. We had a VAR check and the VAR have decided that Callum Wilson was standing in an offside position, impeding Alex McCarthy, the Southampton goalkeeper. So the goal from Surridge that had given the Cherries hope of salvation in the Premier League has been scrubbed out. It remains Bournemouth nil, Southampton one. You think for that brief second, you think you're, you're sort of in elation for a very brief moment and then you have to come down very quickly and it's an incredible, incredibly difficult thing for the players, especially the other ones on the pitch to deal with. It's hard enough for us on the side, yet alone for them. And all our hard work, all our endeavour in the game in that moment looks like it's rewarded and, and then as it is, as I said, I think the second goal is a direct consequence of, of those emotions still running through us. Shay Adams has found the corner and Southampton have won this South Coast showdown and it's another now in Bournemouth's relegation coffin. Shay Adams with only his second Premier League goal since his big money move from Birmingham City last summer and no sooner have Bournemouth had what they thought was an equaliser scrubbed out by VAR at one end. They've conceded at the other. Football's a strange game. I, I really don't know what to say at this moment. I think um, it's out of our hands. We'll see how the week goes. It's a very strange feeling and a difficult situation to be in because with always with football, I think you just want you want to know if you do your job, then you're going to be OK. But we didn't do that today, and that's why it's uh, now a really difficult situation. Now, Leeds United are back in the Premier League after a 16-year hiatus, a word that no one actually uses in conversation. Anyway, they celebrate becoming champions of the championship following their 3-1 win against Derby on TalkSport. Here's how it all sounded after their promotion was confirmed on Friday evening after West Brom lost 2-1 to Huddersfield. United, after a 16-year absence, will be back in the Premier League next season. What a ball that is.
That is Bamford wide on the left. He's going to hit it. It is supposed to go in. 5 0 for League United. Every single player has improved at the club. As people told. He's Alioski. What a strike on the volley. Edge of the area. They're the best team in the league. This is the season for them. Opportunity is there, a turn and shot from Hernandez and leads up double their lead. The world deserves to see Marcelo Bielsa on, on a global level. And Ely puts it in, finally after attempt, after attempt, after attempt, it broke for Luke Ayling. Whoever gets Leeds right as a manager, they'll build a statue of him. And it looks as if Bielsa may well be the guy. Tries the shot, it's in, Pablo Hernandez wins it for Leeds United. The performances of Leeds throughout the whole season have been phenomenal. Bradford with a glancing header, it's 2-0 to Leeds. I think uh, the Premier League needs Leeds United back. And it's celebrations for the Blue and Whites here, but for Leeds United just up the road, they are back in the Premier League. Now, yesterday there was surprising news that Watford sacked Nigel Pearson after the Hornets lost to West Ham live on TalkSport on Friday night. Mike McGrath, the football writer for The Telegraph, broke the story on Sunday Exclusive. I think it's a really, really bold decision for Watford to make in the last for the last two games. It's a strange one because I'm not sure whether I'm not sure whether Pearson's reputation would be too dented by some of the you know, some of the fantastic results he's got against, you know, against Liverpool and against Manchester United, um, you know, earlier on. But I think since um, Project Restart, you know, they took a long time to, to get going. Um, he had problems, obviously, with the lockdown party of Andre Gray and, and you know, the, the ruthless Watford board have kind of um, seen enough in that defeat yep. to West Ham on Friday for it to, for it to be enough. Now, Arsenal booked their place in the FA Cup final after beating Pep Guardiola's Man City. Would you believe? No, you probably wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Well, you should do, because it happened. And here's how it happened on FA Cup Game Day Live. Now, Aubameyang on the counter attacks. The ball's played over the top. He's got Lacazette in the middle of the angle. He's tight. He might go alone. He goes alone and scores. And Aubameyang has scored once in each half. Arsenal lead Manchester City by two goals to nil with 20 minutes remaining. Are they going to put their City hoodoo behind them? Here's Mikel Arteta about to get one over his old mentor Pep Guardiola. And Arsenal lead by two goals to nil. The edge will have to try to do it well, but uh, we were not good enough. We were not good enough. We we, we didn't play good. Um, only regret we have, I have, is uh, we didn't play the second, the first half, but we played the second one. And this kind of game, you have to play good 90 minutes. Yeah, it's beautiful uh, to beat Manchester City in a semi-final in Wembley. It's not an easy thing to do. And uh, we beat, in my opinion, the best two teams in Europe in, in four days. And I'm extremely proud of our players. They did it, they performed. They are fighting for their lives. And uh, yeah, let's move on, let's enjoy today. Would you believe it? There's a, a game on TalkSport on the Barry Glendening show. They, for some reason, no one really knows, just name footballers that you might or may not have heard of. And then they keep doing it, a little bit like tennis, until one of them says Culverhouse. It's meaningless, it's pointless, and that's why I'm surprised that producer Tom has put it in this podcast. But he has. So, 
fast forward the next minute and a half. Quick game of Coverhouse Buzz. Why not? All right, let's play. Eric Backer. Scott Sellers. Chris White. Dale Gordon. Mel Sterland. Steve Morrow. David Hopkin. Gary Bannister. Eddie Yowds. Dane Whitehouse. Trevor Hebbard. Romeo Zondervan. John Bailey. Ruben Agbula. Lars Bohinen. Goodney Bergson. Espen Bardson. Liam O'Brien. Carl Lieburn. Brian Kilcline. Greg Downs. Peter Fear. Steve Antrobus. Ian Brightwell. Brian Burrows. Ian Wong. David Burrows. Ian Ormondroyd. Peggy Arfixad. Mickey Jin. Darren Barnard. Darren Ferguson. Ian Culverhouse. Are you going to VAR on that one? Did I double Barnard? If if it was cricket, I yeah. wouldn't waste an appeal. Right. But I think you might have double Barnarded. Well, but I could be wrong. I, I wouldn't us... appeal. I'm not appealing. Okay, you're not reviewing it, but could someone let us know? Uh, might be an umpire's call. I don't think I double Barnarded, but it's, you know. We haven't played for a few weeks. Now, UFC Fight Island 2 took place over on TalkSport 2. We couldn't get Fight Island 1 on TalkSport because that had already happened and... Now I'm just confusing you. Anyway, it was on Saturday night. Here's how it sounded on TalkSport 2, a station I've already said twice. I'll say it a third time. TalkSport 2. He looks like he's gasping a little bit, Panto. He's slowed an awful lot, hasn't he? Oh, hang on. Hang on. Just as I say that, he catches the kick on the way in and lands a straight right of his own. Your winner by unanimous decision, Oscar Bully. What's going on here? She's looking to straighten that leg out. Push her. She's, she's looking to straighten that oh, leg out. She's she's got it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Unbelievable oh, my God. How did that even happen? Jacuzzi with a big overhand right. Beautiful shot. But I'd say it's something busy, Ed. He is made of oh, concrete. For your winner by unanimous decision, Raphael Adamantazzi. He might have it here. He might have this here. Kelvin Gastelum looks like he's tapped, he's tapped. Kelvin Gastelum has tapped and Jack Manson has taken it with a heel hook in the first round. Joey Benavidez, he's going to go out. He's going to go out. He's out. He's out. He's out cold and Davison Figueredo is the brand new flyweight world champion. Back now to the manager sack race after the Cowleys left Huddersfield, having all but secured their safety in the championship. Steve Chicken. Yeah, it's definitely his real name. Hold on, that can't be his name. Yeah, that's his, that really is his name. Hold on, that can't be his name. Yeah, that really is his name, Chicken. No, that can't be. Hold on, let me just check. Yeah, that really is his name, Chicken. Steve Chicken. Wow. From the Huddersfield Examiner. Anyway... He reacted to the news on the Sunday exclusive. That can't be his real name. Hold on. Oh, no, it is. Steve Chicken. Talk 
with journalist Steve Chicken from the Huddersfield Examiner. Steve, a very good afternoon. Appreciate your company on Talk Sports. This one has hugely surprised us. Has it surprised you? Yeah, big time. I, I think it surprised pretty much everyone uh, around Huddersfield that they secured their, their safety from relegation on Friday with a really impressive win and performance against West Brom. Uh, a 2-1 win against the team who were second in the table to secure your survival with a, a game to play. I think everyone was looking forward to next season, looking forward to going into that Millwall game on Wednesday and, and not having to worry about the result. And uh, suddenly, this afternoon, that, that news has landed at our feet. And, uh, yeah, I think it's fair to say that the, the fans are pretty flabbergasted by it. Now, here's the best bits for my other show on a Sunday, the Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express. Yeah, although your name's not really in the title, is it? No, not yet, anyway. Let me ask you a bit more about Zinedine Zidane, Andy, because uh, I think I'm right in saying that this is now his second La Liga title. He's won three Champions Leagues. He's won a couple of Super Cups and World Club Cups as well. He's got a chance to win um, the uh, the Champions League again. Where do you rate him amongst the, the managerial greats? Because I feel a bit weird asking that question because he's, he's so young in his in his managerial career. But am I right to ask that question now or not? Um, yeah, I think so. And as we said before, it's, it's, it's hard to stick him in a box because he refuses to speak about his philosophy of the game much. You know, he always says it's on the players. It's down to the players. And I think it's clear that the key to what he does is that ability to command the respect of top players, that ability to relate to them, which I think as we see from from coaches all over Europe at the top level, that is such a huge part of it. I think arguably bigger than tactics, really, at least as big as, as tactics. I mean, wasn't it uh, Julian Nagelsmann who said when he was back at the Leipzig coach, when he said it, he's back at Hoffenheim and he said... Um, football coaching is 15% tactics and 85% social competence. And I think there's a lot in that, actually. I think especially when managing egos, that has always been the case, and then some, at at Real Madrid. And he's someone who uh, wasn't just parachuted into the role because of his name, though. He was someone who was always a huge part of the club. If you think of him being the assistant to Carlo Ancelotti when they won La Decima, the 10th Champions League or European Champions title back in 2014. His years um, coaching the, the the second team, Castilla, all that fed in to him understanding the club in terms of the personalities, in terms of how it runs politically. And he always knows that sometimes less is more. Very much like Vicente Del Bosque, who was a lot less glamorous, but actually had a, a similar template for, for, for managing those big figures. But that's it for another podcasty thing. A reminder, of course, you can download previous podcasts and future ones simply by going to ACAR, Spotify and Apple Pods. Uh, that's it. That's all I've got time for. A reminder that I'm back today. Today being Monday. I'm in for Durham. I'm doing drive. 4pm. 4 till 7. So uh, that means, of course, I'll be home for uh, a bit of cigar and whiskey time. You can follow that on my Instagram at andygoldstein05. Have a bit of fun. I, you know, talk to the public. Don't really like talking to the public if I'm face-to-face. Try and keep my distance, even when there's no sort of virus going on. But, uh, yeah, don't mind it on the old Instagram live. So come visit andygoldstein05. Doing that around sort of 8 o'clock. Anyway, enough about me. Have a lovely day and be safe, everyone. Be safe. That 
was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.